Beware Maria. Maria talks about music, about education, about psychology and art, about sex and gender roles, about meaning and purpose, about things that are fun or interesting and can relate to each other. Maria has conversations with herself and with others and she finds it a bit odd to talk about herself in the third person. Just beware and think about it. Today we have two superstars of Beware the Radio. We've got Gareth Monger and Andrew Brain, who are the persons who run and who created Beware the Radio. Hi, guys. Hello. It's so good to have you here and to have you as guests of your own radio station. How many radios do you think can do that? I have <laughs> never seen that in any other radio. I was actually excited about this. I was talking to Jess earlier, um, my wife, and I was saying, I'm going to be on Beware of Maria. <laughs> this is exciting. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. So um, would you like to, to, Gareth, to tell a little bit about, about you? Because some of the people who will be listening might not uh, know. I am a very youthfully minded 42-year-old from Cambridgeshire in England. Um, I've known Andy for a long time, so obviously we'll talk about that. But... Um, went to the same school so yeah um moved to Blackpool to study um illustration and stayed and mm-hmm. I do illustration and graphics work work for a local graphics firm and do freelance um which is useful for the radio station right <laughs> and you're currently in Blackpool yeah correct yeah mm-hmm. well just I live just outside by work in Blackpool how's it like uh, yeah it's all right it's um Took a bit of a you know some time to get used to living in some somewhere that's quite culturally different to where I'm from. And I don't mean mm. the region. I mean a seaside town, you know, because it's sort of it's lively for about a, a quarter of the year, and the rest of it it's just trying to survive. Andrew, hello. Hello, Maria. What what can you tell our listeners about you? What do we like them to? What can I tell? So I'm also 42. So yeah, we were. In, uh, Gareth and I were in the same class for a couple of years at, at little school, at mm-hmm. infant school, and um, yeah, I grew up in in uh, Cambridgeshire in a very small town, which was very quiet, and we didn't go, we didn't uh, travel much. We didn't have a car when I was growing up, so um, it was a, a very small world for the first for the first fourteen, fifteen years. Mm-hmm. of my life um but I uh later at secondary school I met some some other friends who we started a band and that has been the, the spine of my adult life I suppose I've always wanted to do uh, projects uh, more than um, day work and um have always wanted to express myself and help other people to express themselves I think that's been that's been an ongoing thing so uh, helping other members of the band to learn to write songs and to find their own voices and to orchestrate with them and um, uh, so I've, I've done a succession of quite boring day jobs that have absolutely nothing to do with anything creative um uh in recent years, I've tried to change that. I went back to uni to study uh, environmental politics because I've always been um, 
uh, a bit of a hippie at heart and always had interest in um, in ecology and in environmental protest, things like that. Uh, so I have some vague idea that I'd like to be useful to uh, an environmental pressure group, maybe writing some research for them. I just have to find the right people to do that. And uh, and and then also this weird idea came up after I finished studying about opening a radio station. Um, and uh, luckily, Gareth was quite keen on the idea. And uh, <laughs> luckily, some of the very creative people I asked were very keen on the idea, like somebody named Maria Soriano. And, uh, and now we're here. Astonishing. How is it weird? Gareth, do you agree? Is it a weird idea? Yeah. Um, it's weird. Well, I don't know if you're wanting to talk the origin of the radio station just yet. I but would Andy, love to to also know a lot about the, the origin of the station and, and why do you think it's a weird thing yeah. to do? Is it because well, we are more into internet and television that yeah. you listen to radio today? Um, so when I was saying origins, I mean the deep origins, um, not necessarily how beware the radio came to be, but why it was in mine and, Andy, mine and Andy's head in the heads in the first place. Um, so I, I used to listen to radio in the late 80s. Mum and Dad bought me a radio for my birthday. So I used to pop it onto the local radio station based in Peterborough, uh, Herald FM. And I used to have it on the, the lowest possible volume, just have it under my, um, under my pillow so that I wouldn't get caught listening to the hits of the late 80s at uh, sort of midnight. Um, and there, there's a certain magic of just trying to imagine the... The DJ's booth and what was going on there, and I just imagined everything's very dark, and he's sitting there in near darkness with a microphone in front of him, the little glow of his, you know, the uh, equipment dials and things, um, and a telephone, <laughs> um, and the idea that we could just phone in with this thing that was it, there was a certain element of um, showbiz that I um, sort of detected in it, even though it was local radio. I don't think it's very showbiz in real terms, um, but you could just phone it up and. Be a part of that. Um, not that I ever did, mm. um, but so so that was kind of the magic of it. And I didn't really think about it from from the about I suppose about nineteen ninety or a bit later. That didn't really think about it until Andy started saying, "You know, we could actually we could do this." Mm. <laughs> um, so and yeah, I think it is a little weird in the sense that you talk to people. Um, in your day-to-day life, you say, you know, what do you think about radio? And they're like, well, I listen to podcasts, really. Mm-hmm. And quite very few people I meet listen to radio radio. They might catch up on things or they might just put it on in the car because they're in the car and they can't do anything else. Um, so, it, it, yeah, it, it's, I don't want to call it an odd move because obviously with the internet, you can, you can reach anywhere. So in theory, there should be a, a worldwide reach. Um, so, so it's, it's not the, the maddest idea, but I, I don't think I'd have done it if I was wanting to speak to anybody in the area. I think that would be a, a bigger ask. I, I just wanted to say there's a recent um, survey, just found it again, from Ofcom, the, the, you know, the, uh, the media regulator in yeah. the UK, that suggests that uh, almost 90% of people in the UK listen to the radio at least once a week. Right. Okay. And, and apparently... the. The consumption of the radio is increasing, although maybe that's to do with people being in a, a, 
a more restricted situation in the last two years. Mm. Who would like to tell uh, about how Beware the Radio was conceived and created and why? Andy will give you a better version. Do, do I go back to us uh, recording radio, fake radio shows in yes, the late definitely. 1980s? Mm. Because that's, we used to, uh, amongst some of the games that we would play, we we ha- we would uh, take cassette recorders and we would we would improvise into them these pretend radio shows. And this was from about when we were eight, about eight years old. Can you believe I used to do the same with my sister? Excellent. With cassette tapes, and we will, we will, the cassette had a tale or story or something underneath that we didn't want anymore. We will cover it so we could be put on top of it. And now you tell me this. I didn't expect that. Yeah, well, we used to run out of the room and play music, <laughs> you know, through the air, you know, from another device. So we could yeah. play a song in, run out of the room, and then come in and do the link pieces. Wow. And recording for the radio also, for other, other radio, just music and then talk about it. That's incredible. It's the yeah. first person I have met in many years that has said something like this <laughs> while being in the Zoom radio. Well, we, we then used to put them onto cassettes like this sort of thing. That's, you can yes. see that. Yeah. Yes, that's what I used to do too. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have a whole load of Andy's cassettes these maybe which have snippets of our old radio yeah. show on. <laughs> so you think, guys, we were all conditioning ourselves as children to, to yeah. later on be part of our um, online community radio? Or working towards this point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can I can remember in the eighties there was a um, uh, that do you know um, Lenny Henry the comedian and and his um mm. his okay. TV show which was normally a sketch show very quick yeah I know what sketch. you're going to say you're going to say Crucial uh, FM <laughs> yeah and for for two years the format of the show changed and it was a sitcom and he was playing one character he played the character of Delbert Wilkins who was a pirate DJ on a uh, on a, a radio channel a legal channel called the Brixton Broadcasting Corporation and it was brilliant I loved it I thought that was so cool I thought well, I thought it was crucial indeed and uh uh, that must have been a big influence because that is around the time we started doing these tapes. Um, thinking back, that that comedy show, yeah, must have been. Um, yeah, and there was that occasion when we borrowed a, a small, very short-range transmitter from one of my uncles who worked in um, telecommunications, and he, and he kept <laughs> saying for ages, oh, I'll lend you a transmitter, I'll lend you a transmitter, and I can't remember how long he was talking about it for, but just... It, the idea that we could actually broadcast properly. And of course, it probably just broadcasted as far as the end of the what road. What comes to mind is that, do you keep any of these pretend radio shows that you could stream one day today? <laughs> yes. Yes, the, you do. That is, yeah. that is golden. <laughs> the, and actually, there is a certain time factor now because the, all of these tapes, Like, I don't know, Maria, when you would have been recording your shows your uh, your probably these t- golden time capsules. it would be 80s it would be 80s definitely but we must be careful with them because they will start to really disappear those the the tapes will be degrading over time mm. so mine sound really, awful already we, we really should be digitizing them as soon as we can <laughs> yes um yeah so um after that, we got interested in um, 
the idea of written zines, because I, I think it didn't really seem a feasible idea in the 90s to actually do anything in radio. And um, like oh, Gareth we- said, there was this showbiz element to it that it felt like it was slightly another world. And I, for myself, I had no idea how we would get inside that I, inside that world. Um, well, in the mid nineties, we or probably a bit, even a little bit earlier, we were doing a lot of script writing, weren't we? Yeah, I, mean, I think you, you were reading a lot of scripts and writing because of that, and I was seeing you doing that and writing. And was of... was that part of the of the show, or was it no. a different thing? Oh, okay. I think these were like uh, like alternate film scripts. Okay, and you were so, writing, Andy was writing um, comedy. I understand. So first, you were doing the tapes as children, and then later on, you keep being friends, and then you were starting to write some scripts. Is that it? Yes, uh-huh. um, and. We, I think, I think we could probably see what we thought was a route towards um, becoming professional writers that way, mm-hmm. if you kept going. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, yeah, we were. I think we weren't brave enough in pursuing it. Um, well, you, you sent a few off, didn't you? I sent a few off, but I, the, there was, there's a certain problem there as regards. Youthful exuberance. I sent off my worst scripts when I before I could write, and I, and that was a learning process. I would write something because I thought I can do as well as this terrible show I see on the TV, and it did. Indeed, I was successful at writing something terrible, um, and then I sent it off. And because I didn't get uh, 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 an invite to go straight to BBC. <laughs> headquarters and oh. arranged my new employment with the BBC because they said yes yes thank you goodbye um <laughs> then I I was very disheartened and as I got better as even as I started to find any comic voice I stopped sending them so oh. and of course those yeah. those things that you watch they probably started out as probably very good ideas but got watered down and and something got lost in translation from scripts to actual executed um program yeah i think that's very likely because the 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 whole internal wranglings at tv companies um and did you send me some jingles and i would like very much to play at least one or two of them uh and it says um a and g beware the radio Uh, which one would you like and can you explain a little bit of what these jingles mean sure a and g is the original name of our Cassette radio, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yes. A and G radio. A and G for Andy and Gareth. Okay. <laughs> so, so shall I play that one? Uh, yeah. Sure. So I, I believe this will be a um, uh, a jingle that uh, tries to direct people to our merchandise page at Redbubble. To your what? Sorry. To our, our our station merchandise page, where we where we sell um, all of our branded products. But that was before the radio was existing. No, no. Ah. This, this is actually recorded. Uh, this is recorded at around the time the station started last uh, last year in early 2021. Um, and one of the first things that I was able to get on with was creating a load of jingles. And on this one, this is me and Gareth um, improvising some nonsense about. Shall I play it? Yes, please. Okay, let's play it. What's Redbubble.com? 
T-shirts, mugs, bath mats, shower curtains, stickers, coasters, other things. Hold on! And you say Beware the Radio is on redbubble.com? And don't they know it? Thank you. Why horses on it? Um, why horses? Um, because uh, well, no, particular, no particular reason. I'm, I'm uh-huh. not. Uh, I have to, I'm not an equestrian. Um, not at all. Um, that is purely um, expediency. And uh, we have access to the the old sound effects library of the BBC. Mm. They were kind enough to make their entire sound effects library. Uh, free for people to use Hmm. um these used to be distributed on vinyl records and then on cds um, and people used them in uh, radio productions and on uh, in theater and on even on some albums Hmm. Um, some famous albums have got little clips from the bbc sound effects and uh and now they're all available on on a website um where you can uh, you can mix them and combine them, and so yeah, that's why I I, I just so grabbed a lot, a lot of yeah. settings. Which other one would you like me to play? Okay, um, how about the um, uh, how about it's the little things? Uh, it says BTR. What style? BTR. I've got three of them. Okay, so it should be a BTR. It's the little things. Okay, I'm going to play It's the Little Things. It's the little things that scar the deepest Moths in the pulses draw Unexpected protein Beware the radio an interesting sound how do you do that that effect which one was it because i can't hear it listen <laughs> beware the radio oh. oh is that the herald one this yes. is uh this, that that is an example of um uh something that i i really loved growing up i loved all of the presentation between the shows and that that's on radio and tv so mm-hmm. if we were going to have a radio station then we'd better have some jingles and I loved that close harmony sound. Like that's an, just an approximation of trying to work out what kind of chords they used on the the jingles from when we were growing up, and mm-hmm. what kind of harmonies were going on. Um, so it's a, really that's an early attempt from me. But uh, I hope over time to um, to get a bit closer to that sort of Swingle Sisters. Uh, close harmony style, um, but of course the lyrics had to be. I'm not... on the queue to get my own Beware Maria Jingle. Mm. I'd love to have one. You said before, Andrew, but please uh, for anyone to reply that you like to help people express themselves. Uh, how do you do it? And do you think that uh, radio is a good way to help people? not just listen, but also uh, interact with it actively in order to express themselves? I think that that it really can be very different. Um, I can give the example of when I've um, been in radio, when I was in radio stations the the first few times, um, uh, 
other stations that had professional premises. It was with bands where I was doing um, maybe an interview and a short set. And we found it a lot more comfortable in the radio studio. Um, it's like there's a certain coziness and intimacy of radio that potentially can allow you to speak comfortably, I think. And uh, for somebody that might feel they're not ready to get up on stage and be in front of all those pairs of eyes looking back, um, there's this weird illusion that we're speaking uh, just to the microphone and yet it can it can go out to lots of people. I find that quite freeing. Um, mm -hmm. And I imagine that if I do, then maybe it could be the case for other people who mm -hmm. might struggle with their confidence. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe they feel that they have an idea, or half an idea, but they're not sure if they're ready for it. And uh, one of the, the goals for Beware the Radio, I think, was has always been to help people find their voice, to experiment in a, a low pressure situation. Um, we wanted to be very welcoming and give people the, the room to just try things out, really. Um, this is something that would have benefited yeah. us back in the day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Gareth, what have you learned out of doing, interacting with Beware? Um, I think I have to preface this by just yeah I I'm pretty tied up with a lot of other things so I don't get to put as much time into beware as I would like mm -hmm. um, um I, I find it quite easy sitting down and doing the you know working out new logos and, and merchandise and things like that but in terms of actual um beware the conversation was something that I was kind of hoping to sort of take off with and run a load of those take some pressure off Andy and other, others you know for producing programs and mm -hmm. I've managed to get one one has gone live and has been up for well live. You no, know, one one has run a few times and the other one is about to go up. But uh, so what I've learned is that it's there's a lot more to it than I thought there was. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's as it's as complicated as you decide to make it as well. Um, and there's despite the fact that it should be really easy because the internet basically gives you the world to broadcast to. There are no guarantees either. <laughs> and you'd probably agree with that. Um, yeah. We'd like to play one more, one more jingle here. It's called Serving Everywhere. Okay. Is that okay? Let's see how it is. Let's hear it. Beware the radio. Non-profit, non-commercial, freeform radio serving the Faroe Islands, Ross and Cromarty, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Wells Next the Sea, Penzance, Pompeii, Guam, Eris. 24-7, live and on demand. Beware the radio. This one, I, I think this is my favorite. <laughs> this is so good. Serving everywhere because actually, since I learned from from you this uh, radio garden thing, it's so fun. It's so much fun. 
to see how many radio stations are linking together and uh, are, are streaming and that you can see that there is one more dot there in the world. So good. Radio but do you think that, sorry, yeah. Radio Garden, it's a beautiful format for a radio map. I'm surprised mm. that it's, um, I'm surprised that it's taken so long for somebody to find this, the wonderful simplicity of the pinpricks on the map. Um, and apply it to radio. It's, it becomes addictive to look around, fly around the map and find a new station on there. Absolutely. Uh, guys, is there a niche for independent radio, non-commercial, um, no censorship or little one? Is there censorship here? Do we have any censorship in the Self-censorship? We are aware that because it's um, international, then we may... We may be broadcasting adult content in the middle of the day or during the school run. So we, I think we, we have a kind of a, we could try and keep the language a little bit clean. Just because you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's about the limit of it, really. We've had a couple of little conversations about, is this track okay to play? Um, and it's sometimes it's, um, it's just about the, how it will be taken by the audience because we want to keep things as welcoming and as open-minded um mm. but still invite people in you, you have to invite people in otherwise you, you run the risk of not having any audience so yeah i think within that it's really open the policy yeah. you know it may it may go from uh, given our very eclectic and random playlist style it may go from something that's uh, quite noisy to something that's very quiet and uh, and a lot of speech to a lot of sound and I, i'm not sure that we want to put too many limits on that what about the audience the audience say is there a target audience i think if there is it's people who want to find something different people who mm. are maybe bored of mainstream radio but who maybe don't feel part of a a clique or a very fashionable set mm -hmm. um, part of the problem i think with some alternative stations that already exist is that it can get it can feel a bit insular like they're speaking to a group of people in one city who mm -hmm. who can get into all the cool clubs and yeah. uh I think our, our station is not for people who can get into the cool clubs yeah. i think we we struggled a little bit with the the language of how you describe the people you're trying to appeal to because if you're sort of talking about free thinkers and people who are not sort of shackled to a certain way of you know certain approaches you could end up describing people that you really don't want listening to the station as well yeah. it's not you don't want them listening it's just that you don't want them to form the core because inevitably mm -hmm. you, you hope that you'll get enough feedback and that the feedback will um inform you of directions to explore but if you just you invite a lot of people to listen by your by your descriptions of them, then you you could end up with some I don't know some 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 iffy iffy groups. I was just going to to ask about this. What about the feedback? Are you getting people coming to you to tell you about it? I'm I've noticed that there's a, a gradual upswing in the number of emails that, uh, and uh, messages that we get on places like Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, it's often it's from people wanting to do a show for the station or wanting to submit their music. Um, uh, and that's something I'm very keen on encouraging. If, if, if people 
listen to us and feel they'd like to be part of it. That's great. Um, and that can be from all over the world, people from Australia, um, Brazil, uh, Germany, Ireland. Yeah. But it is, it is quite awkward if you if you have a station that's got a name like Beware the Radio and then you're talking about being open minded and free thinking things, uh, ensuring that it uh, because language can be so treacherous nowadays, particularly in this social media era where all kinds of buzzwords get amplified. Mm. Um, there is this danger of scaring off people. And I've had that conversation when I've been at trade fairs trying to find potential people to interview. And then when they see we're from a station called Beware the Radio, some people will bristle thinking this is going to be something very controversial. Oh. Um, do they want their business to be involved in a station called Beware the Radio? Would you like to tell us what are you looking forward to? for Beware the Radio, and very, very shortly, uh, why do we call it Beware the Radio? <laughs> um, well, the, the, the name, um, it comes from, it originally comes from a, uh, a, a piece of music in the 90s that, that um, my, my band made when we were 14 years old. Um, so it's a, in that way, it's a big in-joke. But Beware the Radio then became, uh, uh, Beware the Song became Beware the Zine, It was just a name that stuck around. We liked uh -huh. the, the sound and the weight of it. And okay. the idea of telling people to be careful as they handle <laughs> this careful. thing you're offering them. Um, and uh, I think uh, we just want to reach more people and find out what, what the ways of reaching people are. Because I think some of, the, uh, some of our most likely audience is not found in in social media mm -hmm. and so it requires different ways of getting the word out there um but i'm i definitely want to hear from more correspondents from around the world i'm very happy if people want to tell us their story and mm -hmm. record little episodes send them in and we we broadcast them and we we amplify mm -hmm. them especially now that we're part of the pacifica network we've just mm -hmm. been accepted onto this this non-profit network Um, most of the stations in it are in the US, um, and we are the only station that's the, that is UK-based within this network. And I feel that's a real opportunity to get mm -hmm. our stories heard by people in other, other countries, mm -hmm. build up uh, friendly contacts with those stations, and mm -hmm. we could do all kinds of collaboration. That sounds fantastic. So if you are there listening to this now and you want to send us your contribution or you would like to engage or participate in any way, please get in touch. How should people get in touch? Well, uh, easiest way is the uh, via email, info at beweretheradio.com. Um, and there's a link to that if you go to the station website or if you just type us into Google and you can find our our Facebook, our Instagram, our TikTok, and we're contactable through all of those. Um, mm. So just shout and holler and bang on our door and uh, we'll take notice. Any final thoughts, Gareth? Um, in answer to your question, what else do we want? I'd like to hear a little bit more made for radio drama and comedies sort of reaching out to us. That'd be nice mm -hmm. to hear. Well, you've, you've got one, Gareth. Yeah, I know. Uh, I've okay, Gareth, is submitted to, to your own to your own radio. <laughs> but what if what if I get turned down? <laughs> well, then you get very discouraged, but you would try again. 
Yes, I'll do yeah. that. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Uh, thanks, guys, for, for taking the time on a Sunday to, to speak you. with me. And I look forward to getting out there. Maria, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.